Welcome to The Bridge, fun conversations on culture, life, and everything in between. Welcome to The Bridge. We are a show which connects East and West. My name is Jason. I'm from California, and I'm living in beautiful Beijing. With me today is Bebe. Jason, hi. Find us where you get your podcasts. If you like the show, then consider pushing the like button or giving us five stars. Suggestions, comments, anything you would like to share, email us at welovethebridge at gmail.com. We love the bridge. How are you doing, Jason? I'm wonderful. It's been a very busy time for both of us, baby, who's notoriously at home. Where have you been? I uh, I did go out for the May holiday. It's like a hmm. once in a year event. <laughs> But also because it's a, it's a new start, you know, it's a new start for China. This is the first May Day holiday, or we call it Labor Day holiday, oh, yeah. um, after the whole COVID thing. So I read it was 120 million train tickets. <laughs> I so know, like some crazy number, like 0.2 billion tr- <laughs> like people moving across China. So it's phenomenal, mm. um, but it's a good sign. It's a good sign that people are willing to go out and spend money. We did, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> um, Where'd you go, baby? It's it's an area of Beijing called Pingu, and they're known for their peaches. peaches. I think most peaches, like you will have in a month or two, uh, maybe a little later, mm-hmm. like in two months, maybe. Um, a lot of them mm-hmm. will be from Pingu. They're known for their peaches, uh-huh. and it's uh, it's I, I guess it's like there are a lot of hills. We were surrounded mm-hmm. by hills, and there's this lake which is beautiful, and we mm-hmm. camped like on top of a, a hill lock. I guess what you call it. We wow. we did live in a hotel. You went camping outside. Yeah. Yeah, I went outside. I did get some sunshine. And the main reason is because, um, well, we want our daughter to to at least go somewhere, right? For the week-long holiday. Sounds great. Yeah, so um, we got together with another family. They have, uh, I think their daughter is like fifth grade. So they had company. Mm. Yeah, it was, uh, but I was was also, you know, longing to work for work. I'm one of those weird ones. (laughs) I I was just like, you know what? I was just like, one more day and then I'll be back home and I'll be back at work. Wow. (laughs) no, I, I traveled too. I had I feel felt the same. The last couple of days of my travel, I was like, I kind of just wish I was at home. And it was a strange feeling. Like I was like, I feel way over traveled. And mm-hmm. so I got the that feeling too of like, I want to be home. I want to be home. So. If I travel for like a week, I think I'll need like two months to recover. <laughs> like I'll just have to like a whole in in my place, like my study and like not talk There's to no anyone like <laughs> for like a, a month or two to get my energy home Home is the best place because, you know, we fill it with like, I don't know, hundreds of things that help us feel comfortable, right? Like like everything from like tweezers and books (laughs) and fingernail clippers, you know, just little things that you maybe don't have. Dental floss. Right. Yes. I didn't floss for a week. Oh, no. (laughs) Thanks for reminding me. My my radio like partner from years ago, uh, she Mm. went on a trip. It was I think it was also for work and it was for like 10 Mm. days. And the first thing she said after she came back, she's like, I, you know, on the entire trip, I was looking for dental floss. <laughs> and I knew perfectly how she felt. Like, it was like the first meal on the road. Something got stuck between her teeth. Oh, God. She, <laughs> she found out that she did not bring dental floss. So for the entire trip, it was like through mountains and valleys. It was like deep in the mountainsides of Beijing but of like China. It was nowhere near a major city. <laughs> and every shop 
help she went to, she's like, do you have dental floss? <laughs> Every hotel, she was just, do you have dental floss? So this went on for 10 days. And like the first thing she did after she came back to Beijing, she's like, oh, dental floss. She was like on the floor, wow. like thanking heaven and flossing her teeth. <laughs> she's like, finally, this thing is out. <laughs> the things you don't think will happen when you're on vacation. Well, definitely well, bring dental know, floss. Yeah. It is going to be Mother's Day. So you're oh. a mother. Happy Mother's Day, baby. Oh, thank you. As as um as a mother, like we don't like any holidays. <laughs> it just means more work. Um, well, no, in, in America, uh, I was trained in elementary school that I'm supposed to do some nice things for my mom, including household chores and maybe nice. even cooking dinner for mom or something or bring her breakfast in bed and making her mm. a card. So it's supposed to be mom chills on the sofa and like the kids mm-hmm. like kind of help mom and give her like a pampered day. That's the American concept that I was taught in California. That sounds very nice. But I think if I were the mom sitting on the couch, I would be thinking like, oh, so how many dishes have have they used like what <laughs> what pots did they use did they clean it do i have to wash it when they're gone oh my gosh what the mess they're gonna make <laughs> seriously this is like the reality but it's still nice i think kids should know that um moms actually do a lot of work besides yelling mm. at them and disciplining them <laughs> well you know there's new research uh pew research found that women who earn more than their husbands still do more housework worldwide hmm. and in america the only category where in the the bell curve favors men doing more housework is where men don't work and that women are the only sole breadwinners. So I wanted to <laughs> ask like, this question. I'm why out of all excuse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, you better be doing something <laughs> if you don't have a job, right? right? So why is housework gendered in America? I guess around the world too. And how are gender roles around housework the same and different? And so I think yeah. this is an interesting one for Mother's Day. Okay. Like why? Okay. So if I'm assuming like I go to a college, my wife goes to college, right? She gets land an amazing six-figure job and I get like 50000 or something. I should probably know that she, her career is probably more important than my career for the benefit of both of us, for our family. Mm-hmm. And I should be willing to pick up more chores, but it doesn't seem to be working out. Why do you think yeah. that is, baby? Well, from my personal experience, like my marriage, um, mm. I think my husband <laughs> has washed dishes like maybe mm. four times in the past 10 years. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Um, I am, you know, my wife works on the show twice. My wife works on it. I'm not able to like go. I'm, I don't think I'm going to be able to do too much personal experience here. I'm going to get in a lot of trouble. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, but you work hard, right? And that makes up. I I work hard. Yeah. Um, I I know. I I think I do a lot of house chores. My wife does a lot of work too. So mm -hmm. I think, I think we're 50, 50, but I could be wrong. Maybe it's a skewed perspective in my eyes. I feel like I wash the dishes and help with the, like I take all the garbage out. Well, 95% mm-hmm. of the trash that comes out of the house. I sweep mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. and I clean the kitchen <laughs> sometimes and I clean the bathroom sometimes. Good. And I leave and both of us leave the bedroom kind of messy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, helps. <laughs> we, if you both have not like, bed makers, if you're both, if you both have like low standards for something, it actually <laughs> works out in the end, especially if you have kids, like, mm-hmm. because uh, like the, one of the best solutions is just to lower your standards and not, care as much just to make through <laughs> the first few years of raising a child or else oh, like goodness. all of both of you will go mad 
bad. It just won't work unless you have like two helpers around uh, around the house. So today we're going to well, talk about housework. I, yeah, I think so. Okay. I think it'll be housework. fun. So I want to talk. I, I want to talk about the obvious thing in the room that things are changing. And I do think and I could be wrong. Maybe, you know, if listeners, if you think Jason's wrong, please email us at we love the bridge at gmail.com and tell us all the reasons why Jason's wrong. <laughs> but when, in my mom and dad's generation in America, mm. it seems like the status quo was men work hard and women tended to take care of the home more. Mm. But it seems like, you know, over the last few decades, this is, has completely transformed. And so what we've seen in America is, uh, and I think the story might be different in China a little bit, but in America, women were entering the workforce and, and valuing their career. Mm. And so roles were changed somewhat so that men and women both took care of the home right. and women and men both participated in the workforce. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's what I saw with my mom and dad. My mom worked, my dad owned his own company and my mom worked for his company, kind of like doing paperwork and things, mm-hmm. but she tended to take care of the home more. Right. And, but dad did things like house, uh, the, the, the chores around the house, like mowing the lawn, taking right. care of the trees, that kind of stuff. Fixing and she cars. This, yeah, fixing cars, right. That kind of thing. Mm. Exactly. Main, main, maintaining air conditioning units, all that, yeah, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But those roles have changed. And in this generation, I, it seems like a lot more men are also taking care of the inside of the home mm-hmm. and women are working outside of the home. Like, right. at, you know, Things making more money to income. Sure, sure. Now, so I wanted, to, well, before I get to what you think, because I kind of want to set you up. I want to, with my Ooh. preconceptions of how I see the world, maybe mistakenly. Okay. I was talking to, I think, Morris, our friend oh. of the show, Morris Tsui. He said that this is not really the same in China because in maybe the 60s and 70s, there were a lot more farmer-based fam- families right. and that men and the women both went out into the fields right. and men and the women both worked outside of the house mm-hmm. and then men and the women both took care of the house and both took care of the family because gender was more evenly distributed because it was necessary for everyone to help with everything. Right. So, I mean, am I wrong? Am I right? What do you think and how this things is... are how are things evolving in China? Well, when I'm, you know, when I hear the word, the phrase gender inequality or gender equality, I think the situation mm-hmm. has been different like between the states and China. When I first went to the mm-hmm. states, I was, uh, you know, I got the sense, especially from watching American TV, that usually the mm-hmm. mom is at home and taking mm-hmm. care of the kids. And then the dad is the bread owner. No, bread, bread earner, winner. winner, right. But the, but things have always been different in China. Um, mm-hmm. My grandparents' generation or the ones above her, they were farmers. Most It was an agrarian mm-hmm. society and most people farmed. And when you farm, everybody goes into the field, right? And mm-hmm. besides uh, field labor, my grandma told me she, she would weave like at night and she would mm. uh, like everything was handmade. She had mm. like she raised six kids and you have to make everything for these kids. Shoes. Wow. Um, you have a lot clothing. of uncles and aunts. I, yeah, for, with six, uh, well, <laughs> both my parents, um, they were like six siblings, including wow. them. So yeah, so that was a lot of things to do. And also cooking. Um, and I, maybe there are not too much finance, financial issues, because there's just not a lot of money. <laughs> you know, you have um, your field, that was your property. Um, so, and then my parents' generation, like as far as I can remember, women have always worked. Very few mm. families. I don't know any family where mom stayed at home. Like that mm. was 
just maybe I, I think mostly because it wouldn't have worked, right? Mm-hmm. Like both parents had to work to contribute mm-hmm. um, to to make sure that everyone had enough. And then it is in recent years, maybe in the past decade or two, that um, for middle class families, some families um, moms have chosen to stay home. Maybe mm-hmm. rarely, mm-hmm. like a dad would choose to stay at home. There are cases like mm-hmm. that. So now mm-hmm. um, some families can afford to do that. But then um, you know, kids get more attention. Mom is always home, but there are other you know related problems that I think mm-hmm. maybe uh, a lot of American household are familiar with. And as you mentioned, the trend we're seeing in the states is uh, now is that one income uh, households just it's hard to sustain that anymore. So yeah. a lot of moms even are going people who to are workforce. exactly yeah. a lot of people who are single and are want to stay that way are taking on roommates so that they can afford right. to survive. Yeah. Right. So you know that's all pretty familiar for a lot of Chinese families. So in China, there's always been um, like men and women are pretty much the same, I would have to say. Like, I don't feel like Mm. there is a huge um, imbalance when it comes to work. But is there an imbalance in housework? I think Mm. it it, it depends on the area again. I mean, China is huge, right? It's huge. Mm. Mm, And as you have discovered by now, um, cultures vary across the region. Mm. Let's say in northern part uh, uh, of China, where most people, they prefer like eating noodles or uh, like food made from flour. That's something that, you know, the North in China are known for. Another thing is um, the men are more, what's the word? Macho? Is that a word? Oh yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize that Northern Chinese men tend to be considered like on the bell curve, a little more macho than South Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. Like they don't do as much housework, Uh, whether Mm. or not they have a lot of work outside. (laughs) It's almost like a cultural (laughs) thing. Maybe because uh, in the ba- back in the days they had a farm a lot. Because these things yeah. they um, they get passed down to the next generation. You know they yeah. see how their parents live, and the man mm-hmm. took care of uh, labor, hard labor outside the house. The women uh, did the housework and raised the kids. Um, but things are different in southern China. Like mm. from what I heard and I've seen on mm-hmm. TV, like men in southern uh, parts of China they do everything. Like mm. if you go back. Um, <laughs> Because you, you know how like Chinese spring festival days, right? People, they all mm-hmm. go back to their hometowns. And if you see the videos um, of people going back to like, say, Sichuan province or other southern mm-hmm. provinces, every man in the village, they wore an apron of mm-hmm. like pink color. <laughs> I think they must have bought those aprons from the same store or something. <laughs> they all look the mm-hmm. same. And all the men were cooking <laughs> and they would be like arguing. Well, that sounds like America today. Really? A lot of men cook and wear aprons and are like happy to barbecue and happy to make food. It's like a... It's it's like a I don't know a hobby even like uh, men and women taking up culinary arts as like mm, a, a form of expression almost right and then from what I heard like men in Shanghai they do a lot of housework like they they mm. seem to mm, they seem to pamper their wives a bit more oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, they have a better reputation <laughs> Shanghai when it comes men to huh this. <laughs> yeah uh, for, from all the sources I've heard maybe it's hard mm. to survive as a very macho man like not caring uh, about housework um like you you probably have a hard time finding a wife <laughs> wow. like in in southern so all Earth the China. foreign women who are looking for a lovely chinese man go to shanghai <laughs> Yeah, well, I think that's um pretty good choice. It, it, like southern parts or in Wuhan too. You see men doing yeah. a lot of housework. Um, but both men and women they work hard. Oh yeah. You're listening to the bridge.
you about a bias, I don't know, 12 or 13 years ago, I honestly knew next to nothing about China. And even though I had been taking some Chinese Mandarin classes and like hanging out in the Chinese community in San Francisco, my concepts, my my ideas about China were informed by like movies that I had seen. And I knew, uh, I mean, obviously what I know now is like thousands of thousands of times more than I I knew then. And I watched this movie. It was called Eat, Drink, Man, Woman. That's the English name. I don't know what the name in Chinese is. And it was about a Southern Chinese family. And the there's an older man. He's, I don't know, about 50 years old in the movie. He's a a chef. Hmm. But he uh, maybe he's older than that. He's 55 or 60. He's retired. He's a retired chef. And his the movie is about his three daughters who all work. And they're all kind of like different classes uh, in society. One Mm -hmm. is very high class. And I think the other two are kind of more middle class Hmm. ladies. And they're they're full time in the market working. And they come home and live in the same home with their father Mm -hmm. who does all the chores and Mm. cooks for them and cleans for them and does all the dishes. And I saw this movie and I was like, okay, so this is I I was using this as like, okay, to gauge the entirety of all of Chinese culture, which obviously I've learned. Only 1.4 billion people. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Not an accurate representation. But, you know, it gave me this idea that uh, men were people who did domestic work also, which is not entirely inaccurate because Mm. in China, it does feel like there are a lot of people who have a work and life balance Mm. of helping around the house. Mm -hmm. And I think that's true in America. I think in in fact, my my thesis would be based on just the cursory kind of bell curves that we've looked at so far that Chinese and American culture are pretty similar a little bit. Like Mm -hmm. both men and women tend to work and both men and women tend to take care of the home. And I think sometimes it's out of balance, but, you know, it's still there's some level of sharing both of these responsibilities. Right. And and like my um, my parents, for example, and my aunts and uncles uh, that I'm close to, like I've grew up living with them, you know, they would come over uh, holidays and over the weekend. So like I grew up uh, surrounded by them. Like my dad, uh, he's, you know, from the North, but I think he's an exception this way. Mm-hmm. Like he does, he works hard, like outside the home for, for his job. But mm-hmm. he also mm-hmm. like, he he's just very diligent person, you know? And then yeah. at home, he would, you know, he cook, he cleans and um, he'll like, find things to do. He'll like look for things to do. So maybe he's an exception. And then my um, uncle, like my aunt's husbands, the two that I'm most close to, they are like the same. They're the ones looking for things to do. Oh, there's like hair on the on the floor. <laughs> I better wipe that up. Um, and they wow. the I saw hair on the floor today and I was like, I could tuck that. I didn't see that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so I mean, they are all from the north, but they are, oh. I guess it's um bad representation maybe. And then and I got married and my husband is like, huh, like he doesn't see any of these. <laughs> it's like, it's just none of my business. Um, and then when I went back home, so he's from northwestern part of China. So here mm, I, I like earlier, I described the north and the south. And there is also mm. the north and northwestern. And you can divide things. Where up to is be the like, northwest? What provinces define that? Like um, Gansu. Like or Gansu? Ningxia, Gansu. Or like, like, yeah, like western parts of China, the drier parts of China. And when I went back to his hometown, I understood. Oh, that's why. Because like the men were always waiting to be for for the food to be brought to the table Mm. with Mm. chopsticks and sausage and and everything. And at the end of the meal, they literally just get up and leave. It's it's like, you know, washing dishes. What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) You know, you're reminding me of something Mm -hmm. because when I was a little boy,
boy, I spent a lot of time at my grandmother's house. And my oh. grandmother, she lived in the deep countryside. Like, it's basically the equivalent of the deep countryside today in China, mm-hmm. where there was like, you know, barely running water kind of situation. Mm. <clears throat> and um, her, my grandfather, he was almost like a cowboy. He had bullhorns mounted on the wall mm. and he would go out and like tend to the horses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I would, I just got back from Hohat. Now, uh, so that's like in Mon- Inner Mongolia. Now, mm. I, it's, it's clearly very modern now, but there are remnants of I, of what I would say is like my grandfather's kind of culture. Mm-hmm. Like we went to this like ancient town part of uh, of Hohat, and it was like an old part that had been preserved for like the last hundred years. And there were mm. like leather shops and mm. places to buy cowboy parts, like uh, saddles and things like that. You could tell that they were actually buying saddles for horses. And I bought a couple of belts because there was there were some leather stores mm. that reminded me of being a little boy in a California in the deep countryside where there were still remnants of cowboys at that time. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, what I could gather is that parts of Western Mongolia and, you know, North, maybe even Gansu, where you're talking about, there's this older, you know, macho kind of uh, right. uh, maybe uh, men go out and work really hard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my grandfather, I don't think he ever washed a dish, you know, the same thing. He would <laughs> right. go work out all day and then come home at 9 p.m. at night and, you and then be to- like, Need to wash the dishes? (laughs) And then he was given dinner and then he would like go plop down in front of the TV for 30 minutes and go to bed or something. Right. It was very, very old kind of cowboy-ish. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I think that China has some of that, that, that American cowboy culture too, Mm -hmm. based on my very short stint in uh, Western Inner Mongolia. It's similar to what I saw uh, in my husband's hometown. Like his father worked and he's, uh, he supported the whole family with his salary. But the thing is, is, like mm-hmm. his mom wanted to work and I think she had opportunities but he mm-hmm. didn't want her to work because oh. um, because they have four kids and who's going to take yeah. care of all the kids right so mm-hmm. I guess they fought for this for decades well I didn't get into the details wow. but then came <laughs> my husband's generation uh, and I've always worked right it's like not uh, not thinkable for me to to mm-hmm. stay home for the long term I did stay home for a few years when my daughter was mm-hmm. young but that's the, the special period um, but so I, I was very curious because for I was like, you know, the situation is obviously very different. I'm a working woman. Right? I have my own career. And I was thinking to myself, like, don't you think you should have like evolved with the times? You know, maybe share a bit of um, the everyday house chores. They're not fun. I know. Um, mm. Cooking and all, all the mess. So for a few years, I was like, this just doesn't seem fair. Right. Like, can't he mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. that there are mm-hm. dishes around it? Because the mm-hmm. feeling I get is he does not see them. It's like, or he sees them, but he feels like, I have nothing to do with this. <laughs> and he doesn't, nothing needs to be justified. It was just, that's the way yeah. things are. And because that mm. that's the thing, uh, that's the way things were when he was growing up. And of mm. course, we argued about this, we talked about this, but it has not worked. But I think in the past few years, I started to see things a little differently now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I now have um, divided the kinds of work that a household is involved in there are the mm-hmm. manual work right it, like not mm-hmm. just be, even for people living 
in apartments, not like on farms. There's still things like, um, uh, I don't know, like cleaning or fixing things. Like if something is broken, yeah. right? Plumbing. Hmm. And uh, what else? Like involves hard labor. Moving things around. My husband loves mm-hmm. to move furniture around. <laughs> for Interesting. My, my wife is the exact opposite. I, I go to work sometimes and sometimes I'll just come home and like all of the furniture is in a new place. <laughs> well, maybe it's time to reflect. <laughs> maybe she just had something to vent. Okay, that, that could be one reason. So, yeah. So, um, like he's into uh, making furniture, like not himself, but like designing and making things. Oh, really? Um, That's cool. That sounds well, fun. Yeah, like my bookcase, things like that. So there's this hmm. type of work. And I've come to realize that I see those as having nothing to do with me. You know what I mean? It's part of yeah. the housework, but I have never thought that I could also get involved. Like, let's say mm. if the car is broken or if the car mm-hmm. needs cleaning, for him, that's obvious things to do. Like, that's part of the housework. Mm. For me, I never thought about it. So I was like, oh. oh. So maybe for it, him, maybe. it's the same, like, washing dishes. I never thought I should is, be responsible. Yeah. You know, I, I see what you're saying, but I'm also thinking, you know, because I can see things in your relationship that in my relationship are not always the same. Mm. But I feel like my wife and I, and you and your husband, we have like some kind of uh, distribution system that we've right. worked out. Over the it years. It seems like, yeah, it seems more like maybe the the way that things are evolving contemporarily, because, you know, uh, we, we have different families, obviously, mm. like is that individuals are sorting out their relationships on a case by case basis right. based on their own personalities exactly. and backgrounds and things. But, you know, I want to go but back you have to, really the, quickly. The key is you have to stick long enough, like you have to stick and stick with the relationship long enough to work things out. You know, well, like, I mean, I agree uh, mm-hmm. for a lot of relationships. They like some people get divorced over who should wash the dishes. Right. Or <laughs> seriously, well, I think there are probably deeper problems. But but I want to talk about this. I want to talk about the data really fast so sure. that we can get back to just our own perspectives. Mm-hmm. This is from CNN, April 16th by uh, Jean Sahadi. Mm. Uh, even when women make as much as their husbands, they still do more at home. And so a quote from the article, Pew found that 29% of heterosexual marriages today, women and men earn roughly the same. Uh, Women Mm -hmm. and men who earn roughly the same. Husbands in egalitarian marriages spend about three and a half hours uh, more per week on leisure Mm. than their wives do. And wives in these marriages spend roughly two hours more per week on caregiving and do about two and a half hours more housework, the study notes. So while I think it's interesting and important for us to denote that they're individuals defining how their relationships are operating, mm. I, I think I think this is global. I'm mm. not sure. I, I, don't, I don't think this is just the United States, this Pew uh, research study. So it seems like even though we are defining our own relationships, there are still remnants of a time be from like when men tended to go out and work more mm. and women tended to take care of the home more that are skewing housework in favor of women doing more work at home, even when they are more important in the workplace. And so w- while relationships are like becoming more balanced, mm. there's a lot more work for us to do in sh- terms of making sure that men are participating and taking care of domestic problems, to and m- I- like household work. I'm thinking one reason for that is also probably because in general, like women care more about 
uh, the sanitary conditions of their homes, mm-hmm. whether or not things look nice. Um, I don't, mm. but I'm an exception <laughs> this way. <laughs> like if you care more um, about how clean and nice things should look, you probably end yeah. up devoting more time because like is, for a lot of men. If, if we ask though, if we ask though, baby, mm. is that still like a remnant of learning from our grandparents? Like women tended to see their mothers cleaning more and liking things being clean more. So they've carried it over and maybe we still have work to do on the aesthetics too. So maybe men need to care more. So can I, can I tell you a story about my mom a little bit? Sure, please. So Love it me. is Mother's Day. The Hello, mom. If you're listening, Brenda. Uh, <laughs> Did she, you just call your uh, mom's name? Yeah. Is that weird? <gasps> that is weird. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, mother. <laughs> so she raised four boys, kind Gosh. of like uh, the family member you were describing. Mm-hmm. And us four boys, uh, there are no sisters. My mother would make household cleaning a game. Mm. So she mm. would actually, first we would have a certain amount of chores we had to do. Usually it was two chores each. So mm-hmm. like unload the dishwasher or sweep the floor, mop it, that kind mm, of thing. Nice. It was like basic lists we all knew we had to do at least two of these chores. And usually they were assigned to us, not we didn't get to choose them. Mm-hmm. And But after that was done, after we had done our minimum, which was equivalent to our getting our $2 a week allowance <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> she would then play cards with us. Uh-huh. So we would play cards. And if we lost the game, mm. we had to go do another chore. Oh. And if we won the game mom would go to another chore I see. so we would play games with mom to play rummy and things like that and we the game would take i don't know, 20 or 30 minutes and mm. then it would be like okay go do 10 minutes of work to do a chore around the house mm. come back and play game cards with mom again so i feel like she did a pretty good job of teaching us about right. cleaning things i'm not the cleanest guy i'm not trying to say that i'm not trying to say that my mom perfected me i have a lot mm. of work on myself that needs to be done in terms of maintaining the house mm. however i don't look at doing the dishes is like something I could never do. I do it every day. And so mm. I think my mom, you know, I think generally from one generation to an- another, there's more work, not just in America, not just in China, but around the world in various cultures, there's more work for us to divvy up things in a more equitable way. Yeah. And and, and parenting is, you know, being a mother and being a father, that's a, a huge part of that. I think one has to figure out, like, according to each family, the situation in each family, like, for example, for me, if I had to like spend half an hour playing games with four boys, I'd rather just go wash the dishes, <laughs> like uh, fold the laundry and clean the floor. Like you guys, just go somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's. But I think that was a really smart way because it wasn't just playing uh, a game; it was communicating with all of you, right? It was bond. Mm. It was building uh, a bond with all her boys. So I think that's a really good idea. Yeah, but um, so coming back to uh, the different types of work because I want to share with our listeners how I made it through, right? Because from Mm -hmm. what I said earlier, it sounds like, oh, that doesn't sound very fair, right? Uh, Like, I Mm. I work, I pay the bills, and um, how come he doesn't get to wash the dishes? Now, believe me, Mm. I asked that question myself a lot of times, and eventually, I found the answer. I started Mm. noticing that not just, um, you know, him taking care of the cars or other things that are, uh, takes more, I don't know, skills and energy, like fixing the toilet and things like that um he mm-hmm. also worries more you know there mm-hmm. are there are different types of housework um uh, besides like you know cooking cleaning and fixing cars there's the ones where you have to think a lot 
right? Mm-hmm. Like, for example, um, in, in the US, you, you balance the checkbook, right? You have to sort through your mail and pay the bills. That's a lot of thinking is, is involved. And there is another mm-hmm. chunk of work where you have to involve like your heart, as we say in China. And it's slightly mm-hmm. different. For example, when it comes to raising kids, how should I educate my child? How should I make sure that my child grew up to be um, a righteous, uh, you know, human being and with mm-hmm. good education? That takes work with from your heart, not just your brain. So I personally divide all this uh, household work into these three chunks. And it turned out that the ones that include all the common house chores that we think of, like cooking, cleaning, Mm -hmm. things like that, those are the easiest chunks. You just put in a little bit of time and there is not a a lot of thought devoted to it. And But my husband, when I looked at all this more, um, what's the word? Uh, Like from from a further perspective, not just from my own perspective, right? Mm-hmm. And I see that he devotes more to thinking and worrying about things, you know, like worrying about mm-hmm. our child's education. You know, what's the best school for her? He would actually, mm-hmm. you know, drive around to all these schools in the area even further and compare every one of them and to make sure that he finds the best available solution. Or, you know, he will search online for the best website for uh, educating our daughter and he makes plans. Now that takes a lot of energy and also decision making. See, these are some of the things that you don't see happening sometimes. You know, you'll just see him, like I'll just see him sitting there on the sofa and maybe with cell phone in his hand. But he could be thinking about, you know, where shall we go next weekend, right? Which hotel, what restaurant, or what shall we do to prepare for uh, emergencies? Like over the past few years uh, with the the pandemic and all that, he took care of all the medicine that we needed, right? What should we take if whatever happens? Or if there's a short in like food or things like that how should we prepare so i've i've come to learn that he does a lot of work but these are the work that do not show themselves a lot you know if i wash the dish you can see me washing the dishes if i'm sitting here thinking about the future of the family people just think well what is she daydreaming but actually you know it's also serious work and it's harder work so after i realized all that i was like you know what i actually got the easy end you know the things that i take care of my work i love to do and then like washing and taking care of uh, small things around the house, that's just a little bit of your time, a little bit of your energy. Oh, yeah. You're listening to The Bridge. Well, let me ask you some questions, baby. Sure. Let's say you had the opportunity to make a million RMB a year mm. at whatever job it was, and you were going to be working, say, 40 to 50 hours a week, and you decided that that was for you. Let's say in this instance, your husband decides, I'm going to stay at home and let Bebe be the primary breadwinner. Mm-hmm. Would, in that instance, you want your husband to do 95% of the housework and expect him to do so? No, I never thought of it that like me, okay. whether I'm making like 10,000, 100,000 or more, I, I think of it as um, something that I should be proud of, right? I work hard to make a living. I don't really think of it as um, like somebody taking a chunk of my earning away from me. Like I love to contribute to the family. It's I'm proud that I can do that. So even if my husband doesn't make anything, if I can make enough, I'm, I'm happy. And he can just, you know, sit there and worry <laughs> about things that I don't want to worry about because 
because it turned out that um, the way we naturally divided the housework, besides how by housework, I don't just mean like washing dishes and things like that, but just planning for the family, right? Maintaining the family. It turned out that we each took the part that we were good at. Mm-hmm. But he's he he will worry no matter or not. There are things to worry about, you know. So he's he's good at worrying and making plans and um, uh, thinking about serious things. I hate thinking about serious things. You know, I don't want to make plans. <laughs> so isn't it? I mean, isn't it like okay? Let's say uh, a in a relationship where a woman does say five hours of housework per day mm. or something, five or six days a week to maintain the home. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if if in an equal relationship where they're both working, that is an enormous amount of work to it do for is. for one person. So like mm. in a relationship where both people work, isn't uh, thinking like maybe not enough of a contribution at home right doesn't it seem like in some relationships at least Mm. that uh the man should take care of roughly equal amount of chores maybe like in you say uh taking maybe physically heavier things like taking out the trash Mm -hmm. or uh fixing things or something anyway any way that they're participating in doing some of the manual labor around right i think there's also a difference in china and the united states in terms of the physical structure too Mm -hmm. because you have in China, primarily, it seems people live in housing complexes, right? Like a uh, shoucho. Apartments. So yeah. We, mm. yeah. We don't have a yard. Mm. So, like in and say in the United States, a lot of men they mow the lawn, mm. they water the lawn, they they maybe change and, and women too because they like some women like planting flowers and that kind of thing, and so it's a hobby for them. Mm. But men t- maintaining are doing the house, phys- physical heavy heavy things. Whereas in China, uh, maybe you're both just in an apartment. There's no yard so mm. it does seem like men should participate if both people are working and they're e- r- working roughly equal amounts it seems to me more f- if like fair right that you're uh, absolutely both right people should be doing something a lot of i can worry and mop they're, they're, that's why a lot of <laughs> modern men spend their time on video games and that's why their yeah, wives yeah. are mad about it because i mean there's a saying <laughs> right the housework is actually endless you can always find more things to do and there yeah. there are these types of work where it happens repetitively day after day, day after day after day, yeah, like yeah, cooking, yeah. cleaning, things like that. And it kind of like gnaws at you, right? If you really don't like these things and um, it can drive you nuts if all of you have to take care of all of these day after day besides work. So, I mean, hmm. I, th- I think for each family, you have to find a way of um, communicating, right? Yeah. How, how can we do this? Because there were, there was a period of time it was, um, we, we normally have um, a our, our hourly help, i.e. So so that's actually yeah, yeah, my solution yeah. is that I, I chose to work harder to make more money so that we can hire help um, yeah. for some of basic cleaning and basic cooking. Right. And I think that's a really Child good solution. Care. Child care. No, never. No, well, unless, but I mean, that exists for some families. Right. They can make more money. Both people can work in some t- and right. for some ages, maybe like two to when they're younger. Five, yeah. Yeah. They can have some professional organization that they're dropped off at with cameras and whatever. And the child is taking care of well. And given some education while well, mom so is able to earn and pursue her career. Yeah. 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 So uh hiring help, that was one big solution for, for us. Mm. Um, but there was a period of time, you know, you know how we had these um quarantine times, right? Uh yeah. when there were um when the panic when there were outbursts of COVID. So for for, for a couple of times, like our IU could not come for two months or so. Now during those mm-hmm. times, things got crazy because literally, <laughs> besides doing doing uh, work, you have to take care of 
everything at home. I mean, just the mm. cooking and and the washing dishes could drive one nuts because it mm. happens three times a day. It's like you get up, you cook, <laughs> and you wash, and then like two hours well, you later, guys really cook at home a lot. Yeah, I guess we, we did. my wife and I we order a lot out. <laughs> well, uh, during those times, we didn't want to order too much, and also we can't yeah. do it on a daily basis. So yeah. for a period of time, I was like, oh, this is a little bit too much. <laughs> you know, I I I don't mind doing the work, but it really um didn't leave me much time for to to do quality work. So I, I you know I talked to my husband. I was like, you know what, this is a bit much. Maybe like, can you wash the dishes? And so he washed for a few times, <laughs> like those <Yeah>. few times. <laughs> but the thing is, I found out that you know whenever I say, oh maybe can you wash the dishes tonight? He always said, oh okay, I'll do that later. And that later. Yeah rarely materializes like you would get up maybe uh the early next morning and the dishes would still be there but in his mind yeah. he had he had said yes and that was important and he was mm. he meant to do it it just it was just never done <laughs> so can, can, can i tell you a story sure um my father used to say when i get around to it so this is so, a joke yeah. that is a, mm. well i want to i, I want to get somewhere it's actually pretty funny so um my father used to say when i get around to it so my mom would say something like can you fix the such and such, like whatever mm. it is, the air conditioner or take out this bush I don't like in the, mm-hmm. in the yard. And so he would say, when I get around to it, because it usually was a big thing to do. It was like mm. hours of work, not just like 20 minutes or something. Right. And so my mom got a printer eventually because, you know, it was the 80s. Mm. <laughs> and so she used to print uh, circles that said uh, to it inside. And then oh. she would laminate them. Oh. And when after he would say, when I get around to it, she would hand him one of these. Uh-huh. That was a round to it, to it and say it's time. Oh, wow. <laughs> she, she would use these tokens to get him to stand up and go and like remove the bush or whatever. Wow. It did it work? It did work. Did for, he... At least for a while. It was like a, a, for a few months, it was like the funny thing in the family uh, that mom used to so, get like everything done that he had been putting off. So your father did find this funny, right? Because he sounds pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, he, th- he found it amusing. And because she had used an innovative solution to provide him with round to it, right. he actually got a bunch of things done in a short period of time. And, and also, also, I think over the years, I've been married for over 10 years now. I mean, I found out that sometimes in the end, you just give up, you know, like, because in the end, it's about uh, lives, living your lives. It, mm. It's not about getting all the things done, you know, because I think as, as, um, uh, as especially as parents, you know, things just pile up and mm. you learn to say, you learn to, to live with giving things up, you know, like this just can't be done or uh, it didn't, it didn't get done the way we wanted to. To, to, to be done. Uh, things are not as good as we hoped. And you get used to that. And you found out that, you know what? We, we're still alive. Things are still okay. If we get stuck on all the things that weren't the way we wanted, right? The dishes are not all clean and um, things are not in order. And I've learned to just look away sometimes because otherwise you'll well, burn I mean, yourself I, I, out. I agree with you. I yeah. think this is like a, there's an ancient Greek philosophy called Stoicism, essentially, which says <clears throat> is if you're able to accept a circumstance, then it's not a bother. It's like not right. some, yeah. So if you just like, oh, okay, it's okay if the dishes are not always done. If mm. It takes a few hours for them to get done. I want to really talk about a different article really quickly, though. Sure. This is uh, about an author named Kate Mangino, who wrote a book, Equal Partners, Improving Gender Equality.
to get home. And Kate said exactly what you said, baby, mm. that it's about communication. And in this article, which is written by Er Emine Saner on The Guardian, um, August of last year, basically it's about sitting down and having a conversation and just listening to the mm. things that you do or feel and feel responsible for and have your partner do the same occasionally, not like oh, every week, but like, hey, sit down sometimes and say, hey, what do you think you should be doing? What do you think I should be doing? Mm -hmm. And dividing up, you know, in a verbal way, like how the house should be managed so that there is some kind of plan and communication so that each person knows what should and shouldn't be done. Because right. my wife and I, we do that occasionally. We're just like, okay, you you kind of, my wife sweeps and mops a lot. She likes the floor to be clean and she's mm -hmm. really good at it. Mm -hmm. I can sweep <laughs> and mop. And she's like, could you sweep and mop? Literally, that's happened. I've actually gotten up early and I've swept the whole house nice. and mopped the whole house while she was asleep. She's come out and just looked at it and thought, wow, this is not, a, you know, you did a terrible job. This looks awful. Can what? you please mop again? Oh, no. And I'll feel, <laughs> yeah, I'm just not good at it. Like, but you know uh, what I am good at? Uh, I used to be, when I was like 19, for a few months, three or four months, mm. a dishwasher in a kitchen. Mm. And so when I wash the dishes, it's cleaner than when she does and mm. I do it faster and I actually don't mind it. Mm. So I, I like washing the dishes and cleaning the sink. Mm -hmm. So we've naturally kind of come to this arrangement where good. she kind of is better at certain chores and doesn't mind them. Mm -hmm. And I'm better at other chores. Right, I mean, right. our house, just like you said, it's not perfect. In fact, mm. the bathroom is where we're both kind of weak. But, you know, <laughs> we're, we're making improvements over time and are, and we're getting better at knowing, like I'm getting better at knowing that if I don't take out the trash, I might as well just like not come home. <laughs> 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 but, you know, and, so I always take out the trash now. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not that big a deal when you think about it, right? Like even washing dishes. People hate washing dishes. Most people do. But actually, mm. it takes, what, like 10, 15 minutes? And out yeah, of yeah. 24 hours a day, that is not a huge deal. And I've learned one trick. Like if it's something that you really don't like to do, but you have to do, think about the time it will take instead of the details of the chore. Like uh, mm. if you really hate uh, mopping the floor, how long does it take? like 20 minutes it depends on your house of yeah, course yeah. but so you think of just like suffering through these 20 minutes instead of thinking about the details of the actual work you know when you shrink things up when you realize how uh the how long it actually takes a lot of times you'll be surprised it doesn't take that long like hanging laundry i don't like hanging out laundry especially when there are a lot of socks involved because it takes forever it feels like it takes forever and i have mm. much more meaningful things to do you know like recording shows with with Jason <laughs> or like mm. <laughs> learning about dollarization or de-dollarization. But mm. when I realize that, oh, actually, if I just be patient and hang the laundry, it takes like six minutes. I can yeah. afford six minutes. Actually, why don't I, you know, do this work and meditate at the same time, right? And just mm. calm down and focus on it. And I discovered that, wow, it went by really fast. It's not much of a deal. And I think I actually can apply this to a lot of things that happen in our daily lives. But I do want to share something very important when it oh, comes to family relationship is that if you don't want to be responsible for certain chores, then don't complain about the result. Right. If uh, you don't, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. I think right that's that, very yeah. crucial because the worst thing mm. I think that could happen is and it, it happened a lot in, in our family. Um, I have my husband. He's like a perfectionist. Right. In, mm. in certain things, you know, um, and while, uh, as I said, maybe he doesn't see a lot of these um, mandate 
mundane, everyday, repetitive work as his job. But, you know, mm. before, um, years before, he would complain about it. Oh, this shouldn't be this way. That shouldn't be that way. Especially when our kid, our child was uh, younger. Oh, you shouldn't mix the milk powder this way. You shouldn't change the diaper that way. He would be like standing five meters away and giving directions. Wow. And I hated it. <laughs> I was like, mm. if you don't want to do this, at least you can stay quiet. And I think that's a yeah. really, really good advice that every family. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. If you if you want like a certain chore done a certain way, do, do it. it yourself. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, I mean, but both of us, well, we've been married. You've been married for over 10 years. Have you? About? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, but we, we don't have kids. So our, we might not, not have the same level of stress that you and you, you're a mother. Right. And so that you have so, a lot of it's Mother's Day and you have a, a lot more responsibility. You and your husband both. And we learn than more. my wife and I do. And yeah, we, so we grow we, more. We learn more, um, which yeah, yeah, turns yeah. out to be a, a good thing actually but as, as as you said each family you have to give it enough time to work things out there will be bumps yeah. along the way but i think surprisingly after 10 years you um you work things out you know each other pretty well by now there's still a lot to learn but you can get things like you can get things done right day well, can after I day add to that sure i think about this often about because i i you know just you see the statistics and you know people who have had divorces mm. and i personally think that there are very few reasons for like having a divorce if you really because I, I feel like emotionally you, when you meet someone for that first six months or maybe even a year or two you have this overwhelming feeling of love that is different from the love that you have when you overcome hmm. the challenges of marriage after five or six or seven years right. and it's it's very rewarding to be in a relationship that you feel stable in hmm. after that long of a period of time because you've essentially you've built Built a new family unit. <laughs> yeah. You know that if you've made it over some really challenging part of your marriage, mm. that you have stability because, hey, if we made it through that, mm. we're we're going to keep making it. And that feeling right. of being part of that new family that you've created mm. is greater than I feel that six months of just poppy love kind of right. feeling. So I think a lot of people, they get addicted to this kind of romantic idea of how love should be. Mm. And but there's another different kind of love that comes. That's a deeper, harder earned love right. that comes with overcoming the challenges of being together as mm. two unique and different people. Right. And there's, I think that that's lost in our civilization. That's also an achievement uh, and also a sense of fulfillment and satisfaction that, you know, we've made it. We've we've. We've went through all the bumps and, you know, things are still working. And I think mm -hmm. by now, um, 10, what, 11 years into marriage and our daughter is mm -hmm. eight years old, I, I finally mm -hmm. realized that, as you mentioned, it's actually not about having a good time or um, uh, romance, not to mention romance or just being happy. It's it's not about that, because as you um, go through more challenges, um, you realize that, uh, like, for example, marriage is about making things things work and keep making mm. things work and sustain um like i don't know first of all everyone has to stay alive right and healthy mm -hmm. and just doing that can be difficult right and making sure mm. that everything is working will take most of our energy already and it's it, with a husband and a wife along your side even though you might bicker or disagree with each other but in the end it makes things easier and i think younger couples would probably hate to hear this or they'll think that Ah, it's just your family. But I think it's true for most families. It turns out that it's about making things work. 
year after year, mm-hmm. <laughs> decade after mm-hmm. decade, so that everyone can have a pretty decent life, you know, overall. Mm-hmm. It's not about personal satisfaction, if I can put it this way, right? It, so when it, when you um, argue about uh, housework or like imbalance in housework or in a lot of other aspects, are you thinking mm-hmm. about personal satisfaction? Am I happy? Did I get what I, re- you know, I think I deserve? Or is your goal to make things work? And I think when you mm-hmm. have, uh, well, you decide upon a, a, a goal, you know, because they, these are t- different goals and you will evaluate things differently. You know, maybe well, I, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. And I also want to add that while, you know, overcoming challenges is about a lot of work, <clears throat> you know, there are moments where I do still my wife and I still do experience, you know, romanticism. Right. Of course. Like, like be walking in the mall, holding hands and feeling yeah. comfortable together. Right. And probably even better than the first six months, because the first six months you're like worried about who is this person, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> ten oh, years really? later, you know, every you wait, know way too much about this right. person. And <clears throat> I it, wanted to actually go back, though. Sure. Really quickly to one more statistical. This is from um, Gallup. Mm. It's a couple years old, but it says women still handle main household ta- tasks. Mm. And it has a layout of men and women in U.S. households specifically. Mm-hmm. And I think there are some interesting things that corroborate mm. uh, what you and I have already said. Women are only in most marriages in the United States o- are only 10 percent of the women do some kind of yard work, which mm-hmm. I think is really interesting, whereas 59% of men are likely to do the housework. And in 20% of marriages, both will do the housework, to, uh, the, the yard work together. Mm. <clears throat> so I'm going to break it down a little less. But men are more likely to keep the car in good condition. Right. Mm. And men, I, I think this is strange. Uh, uh, men are 31% of them make most of the investment decisions. Mm. My wife and I wouldn't be able to do that without consulting each other. It was, oh, it's something right. we do together. <clears throat> and uh, in terms of what women do, do the most of the most likely thing women are uh, do more than men mm. is make decisions about furniture and decorations. Oh, gee, which I, I think I, is really <laughs> interesting. Huh, okay. What about in your marriage? Do you do you like decide which lampshade goes no, in I the house? I don't care at all. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess in my family, a lot of things are flipped in a way. Like my husband uh-huh. would worry about more about like do things look nice, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or things like that. I'm like, I, whatever, <laughs> you know, I, I can unload all these decisions because I really don't care. And if he wants to worry about it, I, I'm super happy because that means more time for me to work, which uh, I really mm. enjoy. But I think overall, um, I think we have to really not take things for granted. We really mm-hmm. need to see what the, what the other side has done because a lot yeah. of things are unseen. You know, you might uh, not know all the work that the other person ha- has done. Like my That's husband. good point. He doesn't talk about the things, you know, he does. Um, mm. He's just, he's quiet that way. And over the years, I found out, oh, he actually did this. He actually did that. Well, I, mm. if I wash the dishes, I'm like, I want to like, you know, get a trumpet. Da, 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 and, yeah, wash the dishes. Exactly. <laughs> I'll be like, you stand right there and watch me wash the dishes. <laughs> Goodness. You so, know, Summer's the same way. My wife, she, I just come out and the floor is impeccable or whatever she, thing that she wants to do. Mm. So she doesn't say, Jason, I. I mopped the floor. It's just you walk out and you can see that the floor looks right. like a hospital. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that takes a personality, you know. <laughs> 
Yeah. So I, well, I she think, goes way more than just mopping. So yeah. I think in each family, it takes a lot of work for things to work day after day, year after year. The other person must have done something. You know, I agree with you completely. I think you've nailed it. It's about each person and, you know, communication. And, you know, I think each generation just makes subtle changes and people will uh, mm. naturally evolve, think, evolve yeah, and it. develop and culture yeah. will develop in its own way. I th- And I th- even though that women are still doing more work and it's unfair, I think that in my opinion, my own opinion is that culture is changing and that this will mm. work itself out in the next, you know, generation. Let's hope. Let's hope because yeah, let's hope. most men do want a wife, right? Hey, if my, and by the way, if my, if my wife could oh. make a million RMB a year, I would totally be at home. <laughs> you will be mopping the floor. Oh my God. <laughs> she would come home no. and say, you did mop. Well done. No, no, I don't, I don't think so, Jason. I, I feel like you enjoy your work a lot. I think you will miss work a lot. Uh, well, maybe part time. Maybe I can work part time. Anyways, thank like, you so yeah, much for like, your time. Like 40 hour week <laughs> instead of like 60. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thank you so All much right, for your time, you, baby. All right. We'll see you next time, guys. See you next time.